a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. a podcast about two dads. One of us is on time, the other one's Tom. That's me. Did you uh, wait until we start this podcast to put your goggles on and really like throw me off? No, I'm having a hard time looking at you. They're not goggles, they're bifocals. Actually, they're a progressive lens, so that means I can see clearly through up top, and then when I want to pull out my phone like this, everything comes into focus. So I've been getting weekly messages from my aunt. Ooh, uh, Belinda? Aunt Belinda. Ah, uh, hey aunt Belinda. B. Call her B, will ya? Hey B, what up? Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> This is what she said with regarding the the goggles. Okay, so let's talk about this real quick. Because so she has transition lenses. Are they transition lenses? No, they asked me if I wanted transition lenses, and I said no. Now, here's the thing about trans- transition lenses is it's when you go outside, they Changes become- Changes color. Yeah, sunglasses. Become sunglasses. But there's about a, a three-minute window from when you come back inside that you're that guy walking around with sunglasses, and then they go back to clear. And I just- yeah. I, I didn't want to do that. That's fair. If you- Okay, yeah, that's fair. Anyway, um, so so she was, she has a ghost story that I, I don't know, but I need to get to it. Because we're still in the month of October. I think we can share ghost stories. And by the way, to all of our listeners out there, if you guys have ghost stories, reach out to us, will you? Yeah, they've got to be better than your two horrible ones. Right. And um, <laughs> and then she says, she says she agrees with you, and being late is rude, is what she says. But she also says that holidays in, in Australia are around sports, oh. which which is true. I should have probably brought that up. Um, and she, she said, she well, told wait, me... Wait, 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 wait. Give me an example of a holiday around a sport. So, like, this upcoming week, for example, is what we call the grand final in Australian rules football. It's like the Super Bowl equivalent. Uh-huh. Uh, and we get Monday and... We get Friday and Monday off, and the game's on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, move to Australia. I'm trying to get back there. Are you? Well, yes. I'm trying, I'm trying to... Yeah, I'm trying to get back there, and there's good reason for that. I can t- I can tell you soon. <laughs> Once again, remember we want people to like us. Yeah, but I'm st- yeah okay. You'll understand why I'm passionate about this. But she says don't make uh, don't make them out to be piss pots, which means alcoholics, but they are. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so something crazy happened. Okay, before you get that, I want to read my emails real quick. I got some texts from people talking about... You, you know, know texts and emails are different, too. Th- I get that, yeah. Uh, yeah, but in, in my world, they're the one and the same. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Let's see. First one goes from Katie. So did Tom get fired after last week's podcast? And then two laughy face emojis. Katie? Yeah, she's 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 part of the hive. Okay, good. I You just made it out as if like I knew who Katie was, and I... Didn't know who she was. Also, does COVID... Tom fight over what? Uh, you, you were kind of controversial last week. 
You don't even remember. Sometimes you just open your mouth and you just run. And that's what I like. Because what I do is I grab the seatbelt, I click it in and go, let's go. Let's see where we're going with this, Tom. Because I feel like you're getting ready to launch into another one right now. Oh, but this, you'll... Yeah. Okay, so just go with it. Let's no, with this. I want to I hear what the rest of the gang said. Uh, COVID doesn't negate shaving. Meaning, like, uh, you should always be able to shave. Well, yeah. I mean, or is this is this a COVID beard or is this your everyday look? Uh, this is like a, I don't know what t- day of the week it is. Uh, well, then you're pulling it off. The whole, I, I don't like the neck beard. I've got a massive pimple that's really hurt. It's really painful. Let's take a sidetrack on pimples real quick because I think once you get to a certain age, you shouldn't have to deal with pimples again because I'm 46. Do you it, get them? Yeah. Oh, that's not good, man. My daughter likes to pop zits on my back, and it's kind of weird. I, but I, but it helps because I can't reach my back. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. I get them on the face every now and again. It's like one. It stands out like a sore thumb right on the cheek. And then we also got this one right here, and this is to both of us. Who's it from? Uh, from Leslie, the lovely Leslie. We love Leslie. I don't understand people that think COVID is still holding you back from haircuts. Salons are open, people. You know what? Bugger it. I'm going to text my hairdresser right now. In fact, no, I'm not going to call her. I'm not going to no, call her. her. No, call no, her. No, 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 I'm not going to call her and put her on the make, spot. Make case. an appointment with us and let's have a spa day. <clears throat> Me and you will go get our hair done. Because if I call her, I have to tell her that she's on the podcast. I just don't want to have to put her through all that. Why? Because that's not for me to do. Hey, Ellen. Her name's Ellen? Yep. Are you cutting hair these days? Say, me and my mate. Me and. Don't say, don't tell me to say mate. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, I was. Me and my mate are <laughs> in desperate need of a cut of and a color. A trim. Yeah, I'd like to get a color. Oh, you're going to get your hair dyed? Well, sure, why not? He wants a dye while we are there. I've never, like, gone to see Ellen with another dude. dude so she's probably like, what? What's he talking about? Like, yeah, this would be cool. <clears throat> anyway, she's a good, she's a good gal. All right, so what happened that's got you all fired up and you're ready to rock and roll and you're going to spit vim and vigor? So, we might have to talk about. Well, no, before we do that, yeah. Sorry, I want to start something on this podcast. Okay, and I want it to. St- I want to. I want every every first episode or first little segment we do. I want. I want to. I want to just talk about where our heads are at. Okay. Are we in a good spot? Uh, and I want Josh to get involved because it's 2020. Uh-huh. And it's bloody rough going. Uh-huh. You know? And some days you just wake up and you go, I don't want to, I don't want to do it today. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'm more than happy to go first. Well, how are you doing, Tom? I'm all right. Am I great? No. Am I bad? No. I'm just kind of in the middle. Well, what's going on to make you feel kind of just right there in the middle? Well, there was something that happened yesterday that I'll get into after we, we, we check in on each other, and uh, and it really irritated me, mm-hmm. and just the world is a bit heavy at the minute. Yeah. I think people are, uh, I think people are struggling, and I think they have been, to be fair, and uh, it's just a bit sad, you know? I want people to be happy, I want people to love each other, and I want people to smile, and understand that, you know... Even when we're not in a pandemic, people have a hard time doing that. But why is that? Why do people do that? Well, I think it's just human nature. And I think what, right... A... I nearly swore. No. I... So 
here's what happened. So I I took my kids to their very first haunted house, my two youngest kids this weekend. Saw that. And uh, I was getting ready to go in, and they were like, Dad, is it going to be scary? And I put this on the Facebook post and my Instagram post. I said, it's going to be no scarier than 2020. Mm. We're going to get through it. And I really told them that because that's the thing right now is that, you know, 2020 has been a mother, mm. and it has just been absolutely horrendous. And, you know, you just have had one thing that we've had a, a, a mass of would make it a bad year. I mean, we had an earthquake, a pandemic, murder hornets, earthquake, uh, hurricane-forced winds. You know, uh, you've got the, the riots. You've got the Protests. election. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, 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 it's crazy. And to think that this is all happening in one year is, is mind-boggling. So I think it's okay to be right in the middle. I'm going to tell you a quick story real quick. When I was in rehab, every Monday we checked in with a doctor, and he'd ask us to rate ourselves on a scale of 1 to 10. And I was there for six weeks. Every day I wrote a 5. And it was on the fourth week he goes, hey, how come it's not more than a 5? And so I said, doc, let me break it down to you. I'm in rehab. So to tell you that I'm doing a 9 would be a little unrealistic. And to tell you that I'm at a 1 means that I'm suicidal and I'm not. So I think five is right where I need to be. And I think right now it's okay to be a five in this crazy time that we have right now. Yep. 2020 has been crazy. To think that you're doing wonderful means that you're not really noticing everything that's going on. I think that's uh, very, very nicely put. You know, and so I, yeah, so five is, we're just, we're surviving. I think most people um, that aren't going through severe anxiety or depression are probably at a five. Yeah. Like, I just don't think, you know, unless you've been living under a rock and you don't know there's a pandemic going on and all the other nonsense that's come with it, then, yeah, you're, you're probably at a five. And that's okay. And I think that's okay. And some days you're at a four and other days you're at a six, but you're never at a seven and you're never <laughs> at a three. Josh, how you doing, man? Are you hanging in there mentally? Uh, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I'm probably at a nine. Oh, a, a nine and maybe like a ten, depending on the day. Because... In early March, I'm pretty sure I got COVID, and I don't feel like how I did then. Mm -hmm. So you can get it twice. I'm pretty sure. I know. So maybe be but, careful. But then I'll be like a six because yeah. COVID sucked, but I, it didn't cause like serious issues. But yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and we have jobs. We do have jobs. We're getting paid. We do have jobs. And your relationship at home's going well? Yeah, so far. Good. I mean, maybe we should ask her. You guys still kiss like ten times a day? I mean. I got here at like 8.30, and it was like seven kisses. So how long have you been Sweet with bit of the lovely Casey? Um, We're coming on two years in November. So like every time you get down to one knee and tie your shoelace, does she get excited? Does she think you're going to propose? Uh, I hope not, because Ooh. Uh, 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 I'll edit this out later. <laughs> I wouldn't. Come on. That's what's the great thing about this podcast is that we're sharing our lives. No, no, I don't think. No, no. We talk about it. We have other plans in marriage. Oh, OK. Yeah. Can I tell you, uh, and not to change the subject uh, or, or, you know, throw Josh a lifeline because I know he hates that subject. But yeah. uh, proposing to Kate was and maybe I've said this on the podcast. Proposing to Kate was way more nerve wracking than the actual wedding ceremony. Really? Oh my word! Did you think there was a chance she was going to say no? Like no, no. That was that's what's so weird about it. Like I knew going in, I'm, I'm, I'm a lock. Yeah. You know, like, 
I'm in, man. I'm, I'm good. I'm solid. And I'm just like repeating this in my head. But yeah, when, when it's go time, man. Okay, so walk me through it. Did you get down on one knee? Bloody oath I got down on one knee. And what did you say? Well, I could, can't quite tell you because uh, I think I blacked out a little bit. You were in the moment. It was like doing a big punt. You just you, but, you, you know, were I trained just, for it. You yeah. knew what to do. Yeah, and I just went went down on the knee and I said, Kate, and you know, something cheesy and corny but meaningful, you know, like, you're the love of my life and I love you with all I got. Will you marry me? And did she say yes? Yes. Did she cry? I think so. Did you? I don't think so. Because you're not a crier. I don't cry, no. What is that voice? I don't know. I'm trying to think and like rack my brain around what actually happened. It was in the backyard of my in-laws. Everyone was around? Just a coupler, not too many. Were they in on it? Did they know it was going to happen? Yep. She was at work at the time. Yeah. So she was downtown. Uh-huh. <clears throat> she was working a side gig. Um, and I went and picked her up. And on the way home, we, we, used, we used to live by McDonald's. Well, we still do, I guess. But this was uh, at the in-law's house. So there's a McDonald's by the in-law's, right? Uh-huh. We're driving down the road, and we're about to get home. My heart starts pumping a little bit because I know when we get home, we pull into the back driveway, we go into the back gate, and you know, I set the garden up, and there's all these candles in the garden, and, and it's go time the second we get home. You know, it's not like I can take my time and go whenever I want. It's like, no, as soon as she opens that gate, it's set up for me to succeed yeah so you know so i knew and she goes oh, i really want mcdonald's and McFlurry. i was like i was like nope nope uh, and she's like no i re- tom i really want a hash brown and i was like no and she's like why and i'm like because because i couldn't go into mcdonald's you know what i mean mm-hmm. knowing that i was like seconds away from asking this lady to marry me. You don't want to smell like the golden arches when you were going to propose to your beautiful betrothed. I mean, I would have been okay with half a hash brown sticking out of a chomper while I got, <laughs> went down on a knee. Yeah. You know, stand back up, kiss her, take the other half of the, the hash brown. Sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of how it went down. And uh, really nerve-wracking. Like, really nerve-wracking. Mine was just as romantic when I proposed to my ex-wife. How'd you go about it? So at the time, I was working on a radio station. I was the stunt guy. And so I'd go out and do the crazy things that the DJs would ask me to do. And I had met Jeannie, and we'd been dating for four or five months. Well, we had a weekly segment where we had a uh, – who are those people uh, that can tell the future? Psychics. A psychic. We had a psychic on every week. And so uh, it was my turn to ask the psychic a question. I said, hey, psychic. Uh, I'm dating this girl. Am I going to marry her? And the psychic goes, 100%. We said, okay, we got to go. We hung up the phone. I called Jeannie on the phone. I said, hey, Jeannie, she just had surgery. She was staying at her mom's house. I said, I just talked to a psychic. She said, we're going to get married. Will you marry me? (laughs) Is he pulling that leg, Josh? No, it's a true story. So you didn't get down to the knee? Well, no. So she said yes. And so then we were engaged for a little bit. And then when Christmas was around, I'd bought a ring. And underneath the Christmas tree, I said, wait, what's this little present down there? And got down on a knee and asked her to okay. marry me. Oh. So, But the original, the first one was because a psychic told me I should. I should have followed it up and said, hey, psychic, are we going to end up getting divorced? Yeah. And then she would have said 100%. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't, he, I, didn't, I didn't do the follow-up. No, maybe I shouldn't ask this bird to marry me over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to find out what made Tom so upset. Oh. You're listening to Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads.
Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hey, welcome back to Dad Tastic. I'm Casey Scott. I'm Tom Hackett. Why are you so upset? What well, happened? I'm trying to wrap my head around how to go about it because it's a very sensitive subject. Okay, are we going to make people mad? I hope not. Are we going to turn away potential advertisers? Certainly. Certainly. Okay, yeah. good. Let's do it then. Certainly. We don't have any now. Okay, so I'm <clears throat> So I'm I'm I played golf yesterday. Okay. Just around the corner from my house. I love it. I'm coming down 3300 South, which is kind of close to me, and all of a sudden these two black SUV cop cars with their sirens on come flying by. And you pull over. And I'm over. like Well, yeah, yeah, I, I let them go, obviously. I didn't get in their way, but I'm like, oh, that's weird." So anyway, I, they they drive by and I keep kind of going, and um, they end up taking a right where I would take a right to go home. And we're talking like this is just around the corner from my house, you know, maybe a ten minute walk, two minute drive. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> so they go down the street. I obviously take a right, not because I'm following them, but because that's how I would normally go home anyway. And then I have the choice of going left or I can go straight, which is where they did, and it kind of wraps around, and um, I can get home either way. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go straight. Because I don't normally see these two black big SUV cop cars, mm-hmm. and I just got a funny feeling something's not good. And this is the my neighborhood that we're in, you know. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I put my big boy hat on. And I'm like, I'm a dad now. I got to figure out what's going on. You know, I got to protect this place. You're also a journalist. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a weapon or anything, and I don't know if I'm a journalist, but we can go there. And uh, I'm gonna anyway. So I go follow. And just as I take the left, uh, sorry, I, so I go straight, and then I, I take a left. And as soon as I turn the corner. This is in this is scene, massive scene going on. Uh-huh. And there must be twenty cop cars there. Like and people are just pale in the face. And everybody what I noticed was like even like way down the road, people were outside their house, like looking down the street where these cop cars were going and where I was driving. And I was like, huh, this is weird. And there was like a car door open and there was crap all over the road. Um and I asked the lady, I'm like, hey, what what do you know what's going on? She's like, Yeah. She's like a black SUV just pulled up. This is 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Just pulled up and unloaded eight to nine gunshots into a Subaru. And I was like, oh, my word. And she goes on. She's like, yeah, someone got shot in the abdomen and another guy got shot in the forehead. And I was like, what? And I'm talking like, this is like 10 minutes from Salt Lake City, like a neighborhood that's very, uh, granted, like the freeway entrance is like right there. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of understand. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, it happened maybe two minutes ago. And it was a drive-by. The guy left. And I was like, what? And, then, and but there were like so many people there, you know, like four o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. 
And we've we got drive-by shootings happening. And I'm angry because it was at a dog park. In fact, many of our listeners, I bet, know the place. Tanner. Tanner, Tanner Park. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, very popular, especially on a Sunday <clears throat> before we go, before we, we're going into winter. It's like 70 degrees. Perfect. You probably play golf. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And uh, it was beautiful. And so there were so many people at this dog park. And I'm like, what on earth is going on in this country where, where it's 4 o'clock in the bloody afternoon on Sunday, you've got families out, there's a playground right there. I mean, like, you know, Freddie is seven months old, Bubbles is seven, or nearly eight, I should say. But he's going to get to a point where, like, I'm not even going to feel comfortable enough sending him to the damn playground because we've got drive-by shootings happening in this stupid country right now. It yeah. makes me so angry that we're still here. It's like, we're, it's 2020, man. Yeah. So did you find out any backstory of why there was a shooting? Or I mean, Well, I, 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 yeah, I tried, and I think it's still very blurred at the minute. But there was, so, like, I knew, the second I, I heard the story, I knew, I mean, this idiot that did it was going to get caught. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were so many people there. This is a, for those that don't know Tanner Park, this is a park um, or a dog park that is really popular all the time, let alone on a Sunday afternoon, beautiful day right before winter hits. I mean, we're talking a couple hundred people have probably witnessed this whole thing go down. And um, and so I knew the second the second it was a drive-by, I knew that they had somebody had the license plate, somebody had a good description of who he was, because I think he actually got outside of the vehicle and then unloaded eight oh. or nine rounds. And... Um, and so I'm sure he's good. And then I was reading that police don't need help from the public right now because they have really good leads. I actually turned on the police scanner. They think he's from Harriman. Mm. I think he lives in Harriman. And uh, they think it's a drug deal gone bad. Uh, what else have I learned? Anyway, my point is I, I, I just uh, – I, I hope everybody out there is, uh, is uh, feeling how I would feel if this happened in your neighborhood. Like, regardless if you're in a guns or not, right? We, and I don't want to go down there because it's not a battle I'm willing to fight necessarily. Because mm-hmm. I think everybody knows where I stand on it. But, you know, we can't be allowing drive-by shootings in, in neighborhoods that that have fam- you know, families and yeah, just but like, I, I, good I, people I, in there. Yeah, but I don't think we should be allowing drive-by shootings in any neighborhood. Right. You know, and I think one of the reasons why you're so agitated and mad is that it happened close to home. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, and I think right now society has been screaming, hey, this is happening everywhere. And the fact that it happened close to your home makes you think that it's, a, it's becoming a real problem when, in fact, it's been a real problem all along. It has been a real problem all along. And like Kate, my wife, she had the option. She was like, I can either go to Home Depot and grab a few things for the home, or I could go on a walk and she was going to go up to the dog park. And not to say that, like, you know, she was going to get, she would have been shot necessarily. But because, you don't know. But like a stray bullet. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't think there were any stray bullets, and I don't think anybody else was shot besides the ones that he, he or she or whoever it was was intending on shooting. But um, yeah, it's just, just crazy to me. And I was, I get, I was so angry because I think that's, I think it's so. I think it's wrong, period. But yeah, but you're right, because it happened so close to home. And it's a neighborhood that you just don't hear about that sort of... I mean, I remember, I, I, I was speaking to people around around my house, and they're like, yeah, I've lived here for 40 years, and I've I've never even heard And I mean, we get break-ins, and, you know, your car might get broken into, like, any neighborhood, but, like, a drive-by mm. shooting? But it just goes back to a point that we talked about in the first segment. Right now... 
is a crazy time in a crazy world we live in. Oh. And people are trying to make sense of it. And you can rattle your brain left and right trying to figure out why this happened. But the reality is that it, it, it's not getting any better right now. No. It's and not. it's a scary time. I mean, I was talking to a family member the other day, and we were talking about my young son, Bowden, who's in third grade. You know what I mean? Imagine being a three or a third grader, and this is your norm. I mean, this is, I mean, I, these are the memories that he's making now going to school wearing a mask, riots, uh, protests, uh, you know. I mean, my son asks me all the time because the election ads are on TV all the time. He's like, why do we not like this guy? And I go, no, son, it's, we, don't, we don't know enough about this guy to make yeah. this judgment. But all these things are coming out. It's, it, it's a bananas time. It really is. 2020 sucks. Well, that's why you were like earlier, you like, do you want to go home? I'm like, yes, I want to go home. And it's like, you know, because, like, obviously what happened yesterday, I mean, I, like, why would I, if I had the choice to live in a place where, you know, you would be worried about guns, just, you know, and or your kid going to the bloody playground, mm-hmm. or I didn't have to worry about that. You know, of course, I'm going to choose the latter. I'm going to say, no, I don't want to worry about guns in general. Like, crime exists everywhere. Yeah. You know, and it's like whether it's a gun, a knife, a machete, whatever, an axe, I don't know, whatever it is, uh, it it exists. But uh, guns to me are wild. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like stabbings scare me. But like when was the last time you heard of a mass stabbing? Uh, You know, it, it, it does happen. It does. But you don't hear about it often. Well, yeah. And I'm not 80 yet, so I feel like I could probably get going, you know, get on my high heels and get out of there. Yeah. <clears throat> I, You know, I'm, I'm just... But with guns, it's... Yeah, you can't outrun a bullet. No, no, you can't. No. I, I, I wish I could make, say something or do something to t- take away the anxiety that I think everybody's feeling, but I can't. Uh, all I can do is control my bubble yep. and things around me and, and try to provide and protect mm-hmm. for those that I love. And each day, try to be a better person. And I don't think we should not be nice to the strangers. I think we should go above and beyond for everybody. I think that's what people need right now. I mean, I just that, that but that's just tend me. to love and care, right, man? Tend Little TLC. Hey, uh, we don't need to drag on because you know it is depressing. Yeah. That is a very depressing subject. Um, but hopefully, people understand why I got so angry. Um, do you do you fast? Do I fast? Yeah. I thought you were going to say fart, and I was like, yes, all the time. So do I. I love farting, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I'm not going to go into detail as to why. But it just feels really good. <laughs> I think we found a hot button. Josh our- doesn't like the farting <laughs> conversation. <laughs> We all fart. Yeah. Okay, farts. I'm glad you brought this up because I wanted to talk about something, okay? And I know that the powers to be told us to stay away from bodily fluid topics and, and stuff like that. But don't hit – but have you ever heard of a magic poop? Magic poop? Yeah. Uh, I don't – well, I don't – I haven't heard of that name used. No. Okay. This is a phenomenon. It is crazy. Hey, just be care- just be wary. Don't, okay. Let's not go into too much detail because I I went down that road and we're going to. It's too late. We're there. Yeah, but no, but listen. No, so well, poop is not like people poop. Too. Everybody poops. This isn't the poop podcast. No, but it's not. But everybody poops. Yeah. But here's a conversation it. that I had with my son. He's this in- is where it comes back to Dad Tastic yeah. case. I love that baby. He's in the bathroom. All right. He's in the bathroom. I hear this, Dad. 
scary. Yeah. Dad, come here. <laughs> so I go in there. Like and he's trouble? standing up. He's looking at the toilet. And um, he's got his underwear around his ankle. And he goes, Dad. And I go, yeah. And he goes, I pooped. And I said, good job. This is the place to do it. And he goes, and I wiped and there's nothing there. Oh, okay. And I go, yeah, it's called the magic poop. Clean. And he's like, what do you mean? And I go, sometimes you poop and you don't have to wipe. <laughs> he goes, really? And I go, yep. And he goes, cool. Flushes the toilet and walks out. <laughs> That's funny. I've never heard it be called the magic poop, but it makes sense. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because you're like, I know I did it. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> I can certainly smell it. <laughs> but there's nothing on the toilet paper. It's a magic poop. Nice. Right? What on Bodhi. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. I love that kid. I do too. He's, um, he's funny. He's funny. So anyway, do you fast? <laughs> no, I don't fast. Yeah, neither do I. I mean, I have. I've thought about it, though. I mean, there was times when I was broke that I would say I'm fasting. Because you couldn't afford it. I you couldn't, couldn't even afford, afford bloody 89-cent noodles? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Guys, I'm sorry. What, what brought up the fasting? Are you thinking about doing a fast? Yeah, I am. Why? I don't know, because I don't do them. But what are the benefits? I'm Googling it right now. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I know people will fast on like a fast Sunday. So people do it for a spiritual reason. Yeah. We've got Beth Brewer in charge of HR looking through the window. Are we six feet apart right now, Yeah, Josh? we are. Yes, we are. Yeah. I just want to like- Because she's HR. That's HR. You want to know a funny thing? About HR? Yeah. Beth, Always? When I was in rehab, okay. I called her every third day. You called Beth? Yeah. Did she just, answer? Yeah. She's the best, I just, just to see if I still had a job. So I'd be like, hey, HR, it's Casey. <laughs> she goes, hey, Case, how are you? Still in rehab. <laughs> She'd go, okay, call me when you're done. I said, I'll talk to you in three days. <laughs> Oh, it's very good. Hey, we're going to find out the fun facts about fasting. No, we're going to come back and we're going to do a fasting talk. Is that okay? Yeah, I know know what fasting does to you now and I'm going to do it. Thanks, Google. Hey, you're listening to Dadtastic. Hey, welcome back to Dadtastic. I'm Casey Scott. I'm Tom Hackett. Did you just burp in your hand and blow it away? No, I was just clearing the throat. Okay, got a little frog in there? Sure. In the mornings normally is when I have to clear my throat more, you know? Now, I know everybody's sitting on the edge of their seat waiting to hear more about why you want to fast, but before we get to that, mm-hmm. how's the working out going? Oh, I stopped. Mm, how come? Um, don't have a great answer for you. You just kind of just said, nah. Like, it was fine. It was good. Like, I felt good. I really did. But you did it for a, a month? It, no, I did it longer than a month, I'm sure. I did it two months, I think. My little brother says... Uh, Going to the gym and church, nobody really excited about it in the beginning, but they always felt good afterwards. Yeah, no, I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. I, I always felt really good. In fact, you know, you could argue it makes your day. Yeah. Like, it feels that good. I've already worked out today. Good. Yeah. But I I don't know. It's just like, it just, it's it's a lot of effort. Yeah, yeah. No pain, no gain. That's pain, what no the, gain. the Rock would say. So I've been looking into the um, Peloton. Oh, you've seen it, right? You're going to join that cult because the Peloton people are a little bit freaky. I mean, yeah. I, you know, they'll be like, oh, I rode three today or, you know, this. And it was like, eh, we live in a great state where you just get on a bike and go do it for real. But uh, if you want to spend five thousand dollars on a Peloton bike, then I, you're, they're paying you way too much. 
Yeah. The drive-bys. So, well, it's, it's, it's less than two grand. Mm, so you're buying the cheap one. Well, yeah. Okay, so... I'm not <clears> buying it. Yeah, I'm not buying it. No, I'm not buying it. But they got this deal, 0% APR right now. They just released a new bike, so they lowered the original bike. And mm-hmm. now you know, Black Friday's coming up. I'm hoping they do a deal. Yeah. And it's like, if I can buy the, if I can buy the bike outright, which sure would sting the wallet, it but you're saving yeah. money on coffee, as we learned last week. Bloody oath. Latte effect's in full effect at the minute. But, yeah, so if I can find a way to get a Peloton bike, then I have to pay the membership fee, which is 43 bucks a month. Yeah. And you still go broke making money. 43 bucks divided by two, you're looking at, what, 21 and a half? Yeah. With the Lord and Savior Kate, Lord would, Savior she, be up, Kate. would she be up for it? Oh, she's been itching for a Peloton for a while, so that's obviously part of the reason. Too. So would it, could you combine it with the just, Christmas gift? It's convenient case. Yeah, I get it. Convenient. You got a newborn? It, it's just like, put it in the living room, sweat away. Yeah. Get after it. Uh-huh. Uh, and Kate's been in a cycling classes for quite some time now, so I don't know. Look, I am not. I don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger, what I'm going to do, but I'm looking into it. Okay. And I'm hoping Black Friday. Black Friday's uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving. Always. Yeah. And Thanksgiving's the third Thursday in November. That's how the calendar works. Yeah. Uh, so why fasting? What, what, what got you You kind of... I, 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 I really don't know. I woke up this morning mm-hmm. um, and I was like, huh, I might. I think I'm going to fast every once a month. I'm going to do a fast. For how long? Well, I think you start off with something that's not going to you know, kill you. Like an hour? No. A day? No, I think it takes, it takes eight hours before your uh, fat starts to eat itself, which so, is called what? <clears throat> What's it called, Josh? Intermittent, uh, intermittent fasting? Uh-uh. Keto? Is that what you're talking about? Ketosis? Your body goes ketosis. into ketosis? Yeah. I think that's the word. Well, so, that's a thing. So you want to get to that. You want to get your, your body into ketosis. Uh-huh. And that takes, I think, eight hours, if I'm not mistaken. Sure. So um, certainly, I'm thinking maybe like for this, this month, I'll go 24 hours. Start off with. When are you gonna do it? I don't know. You want to join? No. Why? Ah, because I I like my fitness routine as you're, it is. You're working out, so I guess yeah. Yeah. But okay, all right. Well, hear me out. Here, no, here uh, are just a couple advantages of fasting. Okay. You can lose weight. But will you keep that weight off? Well, I think it depends on your diet post-fast, doesn't it? So then we're going to fast and include a new diet. Because I follow you on Instagram, and you're a fan of the pasta and the cheese and the bread. Yeah, which but everything are, in moderation. Ah, yeah, but I don't think you're doing it in moderation. I don't post, no, you think? Yeah. I, I, I think I'm doing pretty good, personally. So we eat the, pasta three days a week. Mm-hmm. I'm joking. That's a joke, by the way. I know. That was a joke. I just wanted that reaction. <laughs> we probably have pasta once a week. Maybe twice. No, no, no. Lately, it's been once. Okay. Maybe it used to be twice, and then you started bringing it up on a frequent basis. I thought, huh, maybe pasta isn't <laughs> as good as... Anyway, we don't need to go there because I don't like admitting defeat, but once a week. Are you feeling like... You're what, 28, 29? 28. Do you feel like you're getting a dad bod? Mm, I feel like I've had one for quite a while. But but I must admit, I feel um, at 28, I feel like, yeah, life is starting to catch up to me. And I'm just, you know, a bit like um, I've been sitting on the couch. We don't have the best couch. I think I've talked about it. We're, we're in need of an upgrade. But bloody couches are, no che- are not cheap either. So to get the Peloton or the bloody couch. Maybe you, know, you could watch TV taxes, on the Peloton. Property taxes due at the end of November. It's just bloody chaos at the minute. So, um, so yeah, but I've just been feeling like, you know, the back's getting a bit tight. Mm-hmm. You know? 
So go back to some of this. Oh, yeah, sorry. You're going to lose weight. Improved metabolism. That's the big one <clears> for me. Yeah. Metabolism. So I was pretty lean, mean, and, and a fighting machine. You were a collegiate athlete. Well, yeah, but I was still a slob. At 16, my metabolism caught up to me. Oh. That's when it happened. Bang, 16. That's young for most people. You know, some some blokes, they don't have that. I mean, Josh is how bloody old? 31. 31. Yeah, and his metabolism hasn't caught up to him. Look at him. He's a beanstalk. Yeah. I also don't eat a lot of pasta. That's like a once a month. That's like a treat. That's oh. the category of treat. That's a big dinner. issue, by the way. Uh, not for me. Different folks, different strokes. Italian people eat pasta how many times a week, do you think? They're a little heavier set, too. I would, I would not agree with that. I mean, if you look at, like, Italians and Greeks, like, those two diets are completely different. They, their one's body pasta, types one's are, a salad. They, that's not true. Greek salad. Like, yeah, well, the pita bread and all the other, you know, they eat a lot of carbs, too, the old Greeks. No, do they? Love Greek food, man. <laughs> Have you ever had the HSP? No. You don't know what they the, No, I don't even know what that the is. The halal snack pack. No. Oh my goodness! Look Sounds at that. like you're clearing your throat again. <laughs> no, look it up. It's bloody greasier than any pasta can ever be. All right. Anyway, what was it? metabolism? I feel like your head's all up in the air and all jumbled. Good for the brain. Yeah. It's good for the brain. Yeah. Yeah. And you reduce risk of type two diabetes, which, by the way, and uh, cellular repair. I don't know what that means, but um, didn't you have a trainer? What would he say about fasting? Trainer? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He'd probably say, "Yeah, go for it." I think. When was the last time you went to see your trainer? Um, a while ago. Long time ago. So, uh, have you guys heard of 23andMe? Yeah. Who are you bloody calling? Well, Leslie. She'll be able to help you with this. Hey, you're on the podcast. Please don't swear. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. So, Tom is thinking about maybe doing a fasting, and I thought maybe you'd have some advice for him. I'm not doing him. a fasting. I'm doing a fast. He wants to fast. Why? That's what I asked. Because I want to improve my metabolism, Leslie. I've never done the research on that, but it just doesn't seem something that's sustainable. Once a month. That's why. That's why I decided why. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. If you're so smart, why are you dating me? Oh, I never said I was smart. <laughs> All right. Love you. Bye. I thought she was gonna say I never thought I was I never said I was dating you. <laughs> no, I've never said it out loud. Yeah. I'm like, you're a genius woman. <laughs> um uh, well, I was gonna say something. What was I gonna Oh, okay, have you heard of twenty three and me? Yeah, isn't it the Ancestry Yeah, yeah. So I don't go on there often, but I jump on there uh, uh -huh. the other day. And it will update you, you know. Oh, so you're you're in the system. I'm in that. Yeah, no, I've saliva tested and everything. Okay. And did you find a new relative? No, but it's like you know, it, they add all these new features. Uh -huh. of, you know, whatever. And I get, and I guess I'm bloody, you know, uh, uh, fifteen percent higher risk of type two diabetes. This stupid app telling me. Really? Yeah, people from my heritage. Ah, oh, passing it down from generation to generation. Doesn't that suck though? Well, I mean, if you like pasta, and, I mean, you probably... Yeah, so now I'm more conscious about what I'm going to eat because I'm susceptible for type 2 bloody diabetes when, you know, this app's wrong. This app, this app also tells me I've got a full head of hair, you know, but that's not true. I've got the Sahara Desert at the top of my dome. <laughs> I'm 81.8% British and Irish. How boring is that? Have you not done this? No. What are you doing? I'm Irish and English, I believe, or Irish and German. Just do it. I don't like it. Oh, you're scared. What's wrong? I just I, I just don't like having people have all that information about me. Oh, you're one of them? 
Well, I just, I'm not, what, what does that mean? You're one of them. Like, oh, you probably don't have an Alexa either because you don't want the government listening to you. Uh, no, I've got a Siri phone. An Apple? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Le- Leslie's got Alexa. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are people out there that are like, no, I just, I, I don't know. I don't care. Well, you clearly do because you refuse to do bloody ancestry. Nobody's asked me to. What do you mean nobody's asked you to? No. I, I think you you should do it for your own comfort. Like, I think it's cool to know where you're from. Like, like it goes into quite a great amount of detail, like, as to how you got to where you are that you probably didn't know. Like, let me see if I can find it. There's a lot of features nowadays, so it's become a little more tricky to navigate. Huh. But uh, And I don't go on here a lot. But, that, like, like I'm Neand- Neanderthal. You're a Neanderthal? Uh-huh. Hmm. And then, but it'll tell tell you, like... Where your family? Did you, you say family? You have Framry? more Neanderthal DNA than seventy-two percent of other customers. Ooh, yeah. So I'm like proper Neanderthal. That's awesome. Well, I don't. I don't really know what it means, but um, and I, it'll tell you like way back when where where you were, where your where your ancestors were, where your relatives hmm. were. And Has I'm the like, Lord and wow. Savior Kate done this as well? Yeah. Yeah. She's more of a mutt than I am. <laughs> I love the fact that you just open up your mouth and whatever comes out comes out. She is. I'm envious got, of that. She's got all sorts of uh, different, different, uh, you know, yeah. countries in it. Yeah. I'm like, you know, British and Irish. I'm like, it's kind of boring. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, what what did we learn this episode? That you're kind of everywhere today. You know, I think you're just kind of scatterbrained, and that's okay. I think that we should be happy and understand yes. that we're all at a five. What are we going to okay. call? What are we going to call that first little checkup? Because I do. Want, I think we need to do that every week because some because because you know you've accused me in the past of being um, a little uh, feisty, little yeah. uh, you know, like last week's episode. You're like, you're doing all right. I, yeah, I think I'm fine, but I probably wasn't okay. Yeah. And so before we start that episode, before I go there or you go there or Josh goes there, whatever, I think we just you know say, hey, I'm not doing all that well today and here's why. Okay. No, I, and, and I appreciate that. I think we just do a check-in. Yeah. Yeah, we should call it the Project Recovery Check-In. Yeah. Because, you know. There's another podcast with Case. You should go tune, listen to it. But I'll tell you what, and to, to kind of be serious here, uh, Project Recovery, and we've talked about that with my good friend Dr. Matt Woolley, who co-hosts with me. Uh, right now, uh, mental health is a big issue in the world today because everybody is waiting for the other shoe to drop. A lot of people are looking into the unknown. A lot of people are trying to figure out where and wh- when this thing is going to end or, or where it's going to go. It's, it's, it's a crazy time. And so I would say that, you know, when you're out and about walking with your kids or going to the store, I would encourage you to ask somebody, hey, how you doing? And then actually listen for a response because I think a lot of times we go, hey, how you doing? They go, good, great, and then they move on. Yeah. But to actually listen yep. to somebody and, and, and check in with them, especially at these times now where isolation has become the norm, just pick up your phone and call somebody and go, hey, just wanted to check in with you, man. Yep. See if you're okay. And then if you're looking for some laughters, tune into Dadtastic Podcast. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd always finish with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I like that plug. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's, I think it's um, certainly challenging mm-hmm. for, for most people. For most people out there. So uh, we love you. We mean it. Yeah, we really do. And we appreciate everybody for tuning in, Case. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening to Dadtastic. Dadtastic is a KSL podcast. 
Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.